Section 8 of Birds and Nature, Volume 11, Number 5, May 1902. Recorded for LibriVox.org by Phil Schempf. The Short-Billed Marsh Wren, Kistothorus stellaris. Because of its shy and retiring disposition, and its apparent dislike to take wing, the short-billed marsh wren is not very often seen. It is usually found closely associated with its first cousin, the long-billed marsh wren, from which it is distinguished by the markings on the back and its short bill. It inhabits the reeds and tall grass of our marshes of the central states and ranges as far north as Massachusetts and Manitoba to as far west as Utah. After spending the winter in the southern states, it reaches this locality about the last of April or the first of May. The marshes which it inhabits prevent close observation, but the fact that nests have been found with eggs in as early as the last week of May indicates it arrives about the last of April. The nest is a loose, globular affair, situated in the top of a tussock of grass or in rushes some twelve or eighteen inches above the ground or water it is composed of coarse grass closely interwoven with fine blades and fibres making a compact structure the inner part is lined with fine materials such as a soft down cattail blossoms etc at one side sometimes ingeniously hidden is a small round entrance the nest resembles very closely that of its first cousin in shape and location, but can easily be recognized by the eggs, which are pure white. This little bird sometimes builds a number of nests, but lays eggs in but one. Whether it does this because it enjoys the occupation, or for the purpose of producing a blind, no one can say. A number will nest in the same locality, thus forming quite a colony its song is quite different from that of the long-billed mr galt says in the manner of delivery it forcibly reminds one of the song of the dick sissel although of course it is not near as loud they are quite shy but would allow one to approach within forty or fifty feet of them when they would dart down into the thick grass from which it is almost impossible to dislodge them Mr. Washburn, in speaking of this bird in the Red River Valley, gives some interesting accounts of its peculiarities. In a large marsh, I found a colony of these wrens, which by my presence was thrown into most excitable activity. They are at a disadvantage when on the wing, these appendages seeming scarcely able to support their obese bodies, for they fly as though weighted, like a bee returning to a hive heavily laden instinctively they fly toward the friendly support of some tall weed where as if feeling more secure on their feet than in the air hanging their heads downward twirling their tails jumping from one weed to another and each bird apparently communicating its restlessness to its neighbor until the whole colony is in a state of ferment they do not alight gracefully like most birds but seem to tumble into the weeds unless one is very cautious and persevering he is not able to observe the activity of these wee bits of bird life he can wade into their very midst and can hear them chattering within a few feet of him without seeing them or at the best getting but a glimpse of one but if he conceals himself and remains quiet for perhaps a half hour his efforts may be rewarded 
ilk happy bird wee helpless thing that in the weary months of spring delight me to hear thee sing what's come o thee where wilt thou cower thy chittering wing and close thy e burns j roland sloneker end of section eight this recording is in the public domain